741 at 95.3 WBEV. Our Packers guy, Jason Wilde, joins us as the green and gold get ready for the Bears on uh, Sunday, 325 on 95.3 WBEV. Columbus Family Dental in the Bayside Supper Club. Bring us Mr. Wilde. Good morning, Jason. How are you? Good morning, everyone. I want to change the name of the segment. I want to, I want to get Lenny's name in there somewhere. Because <laughs> hey. I, I really want to support this uh, blossoming love affair. Hey, she brought a picture of Lenny. I saw her place it on her desk today. <gasps> Boy, that's a big step. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to come in and uh, do, a, do this segment at some point from our Beaver Dam Studios. I'll put that on my to-do list now that Lenny's picture is on your desk. <laughs> yeah, she says she's bringing to Lenny to the Pepper Fest here tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, she's going to debut him to the community. I, You know, I picture Lenny like um, Bill Pullman in uh, Sleepless in Seattle where, you know, Meg Ryan is engaged to him. And uh-huh. I'm picturing him at the Pepper Fest and having like an allergic reaction and all these hijinks. <laughs> Kind of follow. I don't know. I was allergic to my pepper. Yeah, you know that that could happen. So and the problem Get that is on the, social media if that happens. Please. Yeah, you know Larry is what his name used to be until you came on, and the the mascot of the Pepper Fest is also named Larry. So Ooh. I know. It's so confusing, right? Yes, different Larrys. It's a good thing we changed his name to Lenny then. Yeah. <laughs> good thing. So Packers, that yeah, Packers and Bears, Jerry, you have questions prepared. I have two questions. Okay, but one wow. is not one is not one's not necessarily about the Packers, but it can be about okay. the Packers, but okay. it's not. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to go? Oh, you, yes. You didn't have any last week, so you can ask okay. Jason. So questions. at first, my first question is, and I only got to see like the latter part of it last night. But the Lions are they going to be good this year? Uh, yeah. The the I think most of us. By the way, great question, Sherry. Like Thanks. timely, you know. It's real. It, that's a. It, it certainly relates to the pack. I, outstanding. I just want, and I'm not being facetious. I'm trying to be, you know, that that teammate that pumps you up. I'm here to pump you up because I want you to be engaged in this. And Lord knows, over the years, you've just sort of sat this out most of the time if you're even in the office. Uh, so, <laughs> I love that question, and and yeah, I, I watched it. I mean, I'm guessing I probably would have watched it no matter who the two teams were. But I am a Lions doubter. Like, they were 1-6 in six last year until they won that game in Detroit against the Packers. Mm-hmm. And then they went on, they took that and parlayed that into winning eight of their final ten games to finish 9-8. and eight. But at 1-6, I, I know I was thinking, well, uh, it turns out this Dan Campbell with all his you rah rah you know biting kneecap stuff that he would talk about doesn't matter because their team stinks and that stuff gets tiresome. Well, they turned it around and then to go in and win last night. And I know you know Patrick Mahomes didn't have Travis Kelsey and Darius Tony dropped like six passes and everything else. But look, that is a quality win. You do not get to downplay that in any way for the Lions. So that is, I mean, to go in and beat the defending champs on opening night um, at their place, they they aren't, I don't think it proves that they're like a Super Bowl contender by any means, but it proves that they ain't the same old Lions, which is what they used to say in Detroit all the time. And they are not the same guys that have been not so lovable losers for a long time. So l- legit, legit win for them and 
I'm eager to see the transition to the Packers, what kind of first game they have, because I'm not sure that you can make a whole lot of judgments in today's NFL about teams based on their first game performance, because they're still really evolving. But that was impressive by them. And if the Packers can, you know, be that impressive against the Bears team that I don't think is very good, that will be a hugely encouraging sign for the season. Well, Jason, Sherry was a little late coming into the office today because she was running 40s out on Bill McCollum Drive here today, thinking that uh, maybe Matt LaFleur would call her and ask her if she could uh, take a few snaps at wide receiver on Sunday. Uh, What's your gut feeling about Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson? All right, first, let's be clear. If Matt LaFleur calls her... (laughs) Lenny, Lenny's picture is coming off that desk because that's, <laughs> she's waiting for him to call for reasons other than what her 40-yard dash might be. Is that so what it is? Just be honest here. There's another conversation that we have had on the program with <laughs> handsome eyebrows, yeah. et cetera. He um, does have good eyebrows. But, <laughs> I, I, look, I, I think it was really encouraging that Dobbs was able to practice on a limited basis yesterday. You know, He's been out since before the Seattle game, which was on August 26th. So more than a, almost two weeks ago. Um, so that's a really good sign. There's no, there's no doubt about that. The fact that Watson didn't practice for the second straight day, that is problematic. And these are guys, you know, Wade, you've been doing the radio thing. You know, you're right after Uncle Bill in terms of seniority. I mean, this is like you're 43 for you. And you can, you can have a good show without like working the rest of the week. Like you don't you don't have to practice, so to speak, right? You're you're at that point in your career. Christian Watson, while he's very important to what they do, let's not forget he's still a second year player. Like he's a really smart guy. He's certainly very fast and athletic and, and has a really bright future in my opinion. But practicing not practicing all week and then playing on Sunday, that's what veteran players do. That's what the Devontae Adams is and the Alan Lazards and the Randall Cobbs do. And if these guys don't practice, well, that makes it really hard. So uh, certainly they need Romeo to feel good today so he can practice some more. But the other danger with hamstrings, and, and Sherry knows this from all the sprinting that she does, yes. is that you, if, 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 there's a, if there's an issue there, the last thing you can afford to do is push it too hard and wind up really pulling it and then you're out a month or six weeks and so i do think that they're doing a balancing act over there trying to figure out what's realistic what's safe and what's not going to cause a setback for either of these guys has uh, anybody in the locker room yelled out romeo romeo where art thou romeo i think that's uh the kind of lame uh reference that we make in our transcription pool uh <laughs> and quite frankly with these young guys i don't know how much shakespeare they even really know um, they spend a lot of time with their faces and their phones, like Matthew Stafford's wife uh, has told us. And it's true. Like, uh, they, ain't, they ain't going through uh, Macbeth or uh, Taming of the Shrew and all the other stuff. There, I don't I don't think there's a whole lot of interest there. Hey, uh, the Bears, I know you got to go, Jason, today, but the Bears, uh, Justin Fields, you know, their squad, what do we make of the Chicago Bears? Uh, I think they've done some things that make their roster meaningfully better. Um, I, I really like DJ Moore. I kind of thought he was one of the more underrated good wide receivers in this league. So getting him as part of trading away that number one overall pick 
uh, gives Justin Fields a, a legit number one weapon. Uh, they're really good at tight end. Uh, Chase Claypool, the Packers wanted. The Steelers took the Bears' offer of a second-round pick because they knew, and they were right, that the Bears' pick would be earlier. I'm not sure that that turned out to be a good trade for them. I'm eager to see what Claypool does this year because of the Packers' interest. But to me, this is as much as we're going to focus on love, because we should, because that's our the team that I cover and that you guys root for, um, there's all kinds of questions about Justin Fields, too, right? I mean, yeah, he ran for 1,200 yards last year, and that's great. But the fact of the matter is he's still an unproven passing commodity. And so I think there's a lot of people watching this game and looking at both of these quarterbacks wondering exactly where are these guys in their development. We haven't seen much of love at all. Obviously, Fields has started a bunch of games. We've seen him be good. We've seen him run well. We've also seen him be pretty ugly as a passer. So uh, I think this is a great first game. Like, for a season that feels more like a fact-finding mission to me than a Super Bowl contending season, this is the kind of first game that you, you want to draw up. So I'm eager to watch both these quarterbacks. Uh, I'm eager to see if the Packers' defense is any better after thinking they were going to be good and then turning out to not be very good a year ago. So I'm really looking forward to Sunday. I can't wait to see how much more we learn about this team in a in a season that will be all about figuring things out. All right, Jason, you got to go. You had a hamster issue on the air a couple of weeks ago. Now you got to – how many pets do you have at your house? Now you have a, a, a cat that you have have to take care of here. Uh, you a Dr. Doolittle at your house? Uh, all right, so we have uh, two dogs, Okay, Bella and Sadie. Uh, they're golden doodles. Um, if, if you can make sure that you don't uh, tell the Green Bay Health Department, because I think this might be some sort of violation. We have six cats. Oh, my, uh, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> Do you live on a And look, let me, let me say you this. Are... And I, there's, there's, there's no way to say this without sounding like a humble brag. So please don't take it that way. But I, the last time I mentioned this on the air, I had a few people who like tweeted me saying, God, your house must smell horrible. Uh, we have a lot of square footage. We're very lucky. Uh, this house that we have, uh, it's in Green Bay, kind of like, you know, living in a, in a smaller community. You get a lot of house for your money. If this was, if we lived on like the North Shore of Milwaukee where all those wealthy homes are, this house would be like a million dollar house plus. Okay. Uh, it is not nearly that here. So we have a lot of square footage and we have a lot of litter boxes. So our house does not stink, uh, with that many cats. And then we also, as you pointed out, we have a dwarf hamster. While we were about, while I was about to come on, though, uh, Wade said, uh, "I know you had a gerbil issue recently <laughs> as well." And I said, "Wait a minute! Now you're starting to make me sound uh, like a gerbil issue, Richard Gear type stuff." And that's not what occurred. Um, so one of our cats, uh, we've actually had a couple of them deal with some different maladies recently, but our oldest cat who I think is seven, um, so he's still very young in cat years, uh, had some health issues. So we have a uh, phone call here with the veterinarian because we're trying to nurse him back to health. And when you think of nursing people back to health and being a caregiver, I know I'm the first person you guys think of. Oh, so I got I got I got to get him back on his feet. All right. Well, I know cats are just as more part of the family. I know we have an older aging dog, and you know it's an important make sure they stay healthy, Jason. So we'll let you go today to take care of that, and hopefully, uh, uh, what's your cat's name? 
this is Boomer is the uh, cat that's been a little under the weather. Okay, so hopefully Boomer can uh, can can pull through. Hey, thanks. Have fun at the uh, at, what is it? Pepper Fest. Pepper. Pe- the Beaver Dam Pepper Festival. The Beaver Dam Pepper Fest. All right, send videos when Lenny has allergic reaction, please. <laughs> Will do. See you later. All right, Jason, Take care. Be good. You too. Jason Wilde, our Packers guy. I picture his uh, his bathtub full of just cat food and him wearing a <laughs> cardigan sweater. <laughs> Right? <laughs> like a really old cardigan. Yeah, he, he just sits on the rocking chair and pets whichever cat comes up on his lap. Uh, so, uh, hey, our, our Jason Wildey segment today brought to you by Columbus Family <laughs> Dental and the Bayside Supper Club at the Bayside Supper Club on Thursdays from 5 till 8.30. You can have the famous chicken and rib combo and a 10-ounce prime rib or the Thursday uh, shrimp special as well as the full regular menu. Fridays is the all-you-can-eat chicken and seafood buffet from 4.30 to 9. And Saturday is the prime rib shrimp seafood buffet from 5 to 8.30. Sunday, the brunch is awesome. Every Sunday from 10.30 till 1.30. Uh, book your wedding anniversary company event or Christmas parties now at the Bayside Supper Club, one of the staples of, of Beaver Dam.